It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Jamal Mosley is your Eastern Conference Coach of the Month. What he accomplished in the first 20 games of the season and the work he and the Orlando Magic are getting to next. We'll get to all that on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 5th, or will be December 5th, 2023. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, Jamal Mosley is your Eastern Conference Coach of the Month. What the Orlando Magic did this month to earn that award and how Jamal Mosley is likely to respond to it We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you all again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Also, don't forget, you can check me out on the PSF app and watch the Orlando Magic's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers along with me. Get my reaction, my breakdown of the game in real time on the PSF app. Download it today. It's been a great month for the Orlando Magic. Like, like let's, let's, just, let's just start there. It, it has been a very good month for the Orlando Magic. Uh, a 16-4 uh, record, a nine-game win streak. Um, or sorry, 14 and six records. Wish it was 64. 14 and six record. I'm gonna give them two more games. Uh, a 14 and six record coming off a nine game win streak, the fourth best defense in the entire NBA. It has been a breakthrough, runaway, fantastic month for the Orlando Magic. No notes, no complaints. I I I don't think there's much that we can be upset at. Even the Orlando Magic's offense has been good. Or relatively good. We're going to take relatively good here. Ranking 15th in the league in offensive rating. It has been a good month. And the NBA, as they have been throughout this win streak especially, recognized how good that month was. Jamal Mosley, for the first time in his head coaching career, and the, uh, what is it, the 13th time in Orlando Magic history? Let me just make sure I have that number right. And the uh, and at least for the, and the sixth different coach in Orlando Magic history. Jamal Mosley was named the NBA's Eastern Conference Coach of the Month for October and November. Obviously, that is the whole season to this point, a 14-6 and record, including 12-4 and in the month of November. As I mentioned, the Magic have carved out a clear identity. They have set themselves up 
as one of the it teams in the league, one of the best young teams in the league, showing undeniable progress to achieve their goals of making the postseason and accomplishing Mission 83. They were five points away from being in tonight's or in, in a Monday night's game in the in-season tournament, upset, uh, taking out the Boston Celtics. Um, Indiana Pacers did that for them, I suppose. Um, it's been an incredible month for the Orlando Magic. Um, and and uh, one thing that I, I really do appreciate about Jamal Mosley is he has consistently said, we will celebrate every aspect of our journey. Uh, you know, we, yes, we will do the work. We will make, you know, we are not going to be satisfied with what we've accomplished so far, but we are going to take moments to celebrate what we are doing. And so this is a cue to celebrate what Jamal Mosley is doing. He has been absolutely outstanding. And, and I know I've said this throughout his whole tenure here in Orlando. He's always had the bigger picture in mind. He has always had a vision for who this team ultimately will be, ultimately could be, and is coaching them to get there. He has empowered his players to make decisions and entrusted them and built trust in them to do the right things and make the right actions and correcting them when need be, focusing them when need be, but giving them the power over their own team. It, it has been, frankly, incredible to watch this Orlando Magic team grow up. And obviously there is still so much for them to learn and so much for them to do. And mostly he's proven to be a great shepherd. This is a frankly no doubt decision from the NBA with what Mosley's done. And obviously our friends at FanDuel will tell you he is the second favorite to win coach of the year behind Mark Daniel right now. And again, he was the favorite over the weekend that the loss didn't, didn't help him. This has been a, a, a great showing from him. And of course, the best endorsement can only come from his players. What more needs to be said? I mean, you see what we just did as a team. You see what he just did as a coach. I don't think there's anyone more deserving of that award. That's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? You can get that player of the month award to Kyle Orr for us. They can go get that too. I mean, I don't know, but shoot. But Moles deserves that, man. And um, I think that he's done a great job with this team, man. Just he's, he's, he balances a lot of egos and has done a great job instilling these values in us. Cole Anthony obviously always has the right words and, and, and the right statement to make about anything. We love Cole Anthony. We'll hear from him a little bit later on in the show too. Um, but I, I do think that really does say it all. The players really buy into what Mosley has done. And you don't need to go much further than what we saw in practice on Tuesday. We're going to get or on Monday. We're going to talk about what the Magic specifically worked on on Monday here in a minute. But what we saw Monday was a coach that is always about the work. So so I imagine Jamal Mosley knew the news earlier than most. Um, you know, that, that's just how these things go. They're, they're released at a certain time. Everyone knows and prepares for them beforehand. Um, but I am sure Jamal Mosley did the same thing he does every time he hears these. A, he thanks his assistant coaches and his coaching staff. He thanks the players. And then he gets back to work. To me, like what we saw Monday was is the quintessential Jamal Mosley. As we entered the training facility uh, to, to, to hear from the players after practice Monday, we saw Jamal Mosley on the court working with Paolo Bancaro, fighting over screens to try and train Paolo how to read pick and rolls correctly, to continue working with him on, on running pick and rolls. 
By the time he talked to us, he was dripping in sweat. Uh, a, a buddy, uh, one of one of the other media members commented to me that the bright light probably did not do Mo's any favors with the sweat coming off of him. But that's who Jamal Mosley is. He is selfless beyond selfless. Like again, he I guarantee if he wins coach of the year, which there's a very good chance he can do that at, at this juncture. Obviously, he's, he's a conference coach of the month. Um, if he wins coach of the year, I could guarantee every single member of his staff is going to be on the stage with him taking a photo with that trophy. He is, he is not going to take the credit for himself. He does not want the credit. He is a coach. He just wants to help others get better. And that's what he was doing. From the very start, and that's what he's been doing from the very start. And he's willing to get on the court. He's willing to get in the muck, to get in the dirt, to to, gr- to grind with his players. And while he's now a head coach and obviously can't do that all the time anymore, he's going to take every opportunity to work with his players and to build those relationships with his players. It's not just that every Magic player loves him. It's not that he is well thought of in his coaching in, in the coaching fraternity. Mike Malone has spoken very highly of him. Darvin Ham has spoken very highly of him. You ask any any coach that has come through Orlando about Jamal Mosley, they will all tell you how impressed they have been with how hard his team plays and how well he has done with this young group. The Magic are the it team in the league. You know, it, you know, Pacers may have supplanted them after after tonight's in-season tournament game. Um, give the Magic that stage, please. Um, but he, this is beyond deserved for what he has accomplished so far, for what the team has accomplished so far, and for what comes next. Obviously, that is the big thing right now. Is we're coming off a loss. Our first loss in two weeks. And the effort now is to figure out, okay, how do we keep getting better? Because as, as Franz Wagner put it after Saturday's game, the goal is not to be peaking in December. And I think that's honestly, the this is a credit to Mosley too. The focus is on the right things. The focus is on getting better and getting better and being in a position to make some noise in April. So, with that in mind, Monday was a day of work. Monday was about the magic, about getting some things right, about fixing a defense that has noticeably slipped. We're going to chat about where the magic has slipped defensively coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. The weather is allegedly getting cooler. We had a couple days in the 50s here in Florida. Now it's back to the 70s. Uh, It's going to be warm for a little bit. It's been a pretty warm winter so far for for Florida. But hey, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel no matter what time of year it is. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app. It's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and keep your NFL season going. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. 
Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't forget to check out the Locked On 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts like me of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Don't forget also to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub, patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. I posted a, video, a free video over, on the over the weekend uh, on the Orlando Magic's ability to control pace and tempo. You can find that video on Patreon on patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub or check it out on my Twitter page at philiprr underscore omd. It's a free video for you to check out what's on my Patreon page just for five bucks a month. You get a couple, a little bit of extra Magic content uh, and practice reports plus my at the buzzer thoughts. Check it out today and thank you all again for your support. Okay. Monday's practice. Orlando gets two days of practice, a nice little luxury. The Magic have had a very rushed, very heavy schedule. We get to take a little bit of a breath, and that is thanks in part to the in-season tournament. In-season tournament games tonight, or Monday night and Tuesday night. Everyone else plays Wednesday. Semifinals on Thursday. Everyone else plays Friday. Championship game Saturday. Everybody's off Sunday. So we get a little bit of a breather here, and actually next week we get a breather too with the Magic playing at home against Cleveland Cavaliers on Monday, and then getting all the way off until Friday, I believe, uh, before they play the Boston Celtics in a uh, two games in Boston. I'm sure both teams will be very, very ready for that one. Um, the Magic, uh, as Cole Anthony told Zach Lowe, they take, it pers- they take the Celtics personally. But today was a day for work. The Orlando Magic had things to do. As I've been saying on this show for a little while now, or for the week, actually, the Magic have not playing to their standard. This is a big thing for the for Orlando. Orlando wants to play to a standard. They don't want to play the opponent in front of them. That's not important. The Magic want to play to a standard. They're playing for the playoffs. They're not playing the Wizards. And so, yes, they were able to beat Charlotte. Yes, they were able to beat Washington twice. But they got their comeuppance on Saturday against Brooklyn. We'll talk a little bit more about that here. I want to start by going over the numbers. The Magic's defense has slipped. It isn't just that they lost by 28 to Brooklyn. They gave up 26 in the first quarter to, to Macau Bridges. It's not just that. Orlando has struggled defensively. Orlando for the season is fourth in the league in defensive rating, giving up 109.3 points per 100 possessions. They're 26th in the league in, in turnover rate with at 15.6%. Not good. 27th in the league, giving up a 29.9% free throw rate. These are three areas that Jamal Mosley specifically highlighted that have slipped. Now, again, turnovers have been a struggle all year. 
Defending without fouling has actually been a struggle all year. This has been a very, very physical Magic team. In the last four games, so that is Charlotte's win over Charlotte, the two wins over Washington, and the loss to Brooklyn, the Magic are giving up 118.9 points per winner's possessions. Remember, their season average so far is 109.3. Turnovers have actually been down to 14.5%, but opponents are posting a 34.9 free throw rate against the team. In the last four games, all three of those are in the bottom 10 in the league. Beyond anything else, the defensive rating especially has been poor and obviously giving up a ton of free throws has hurt this team. Even against teams that do not get to the foul line very much. Charlotte and Washington do not get to the foul line much. Brooklyn does not get to the foul line much. That is a three-point shooting team. This is a problem. And the hope for the Magic is that they learned something from the loss to Brooklyn that they can use to get right on uh, in practice on Monday and Tuesday. You're, you're going to learn from it. You have to take the, the lessons out of it. And our lessons from it, we know in the past four games, we've had some slippage. You talk about us turning the ball over on an average of 17 times, giving 32 free throws on average over the last four or five games. So those are areas that we're going to need to clean up and be better. And our guys recognize that, and that's what today was, uh, was about. This is obviously been an issue. You know, no, no, no denying it. No hiding from it. No, no copping out to it. The Magic's defense has slipped. And it's been something that I know I've highlighted. Mo Wagner's talked about. Players have said the right things. They've said, we know we got to play to a standard. We know that we have to be about our defense at all times. And that's been where they dropped the ball. And so, you know, it's easy to say when you're winning, like, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this, but you're still winning. The, ga- the, the loss to Brooklyn served as a wake-up call. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that uh, in, in a minute. But the Magic have lost their defense a little bit. They know it. They can feel it. And it's it's been, it, it, it's been an issue. And so now the Magic have to get it back. And that's what Monday's practice was for. You know, a couple of us asked, you know, Cole especially about preparing for the Cavs, Cavs a little bit more. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we talked a little bit, asked a little bit about preparing for the Cavs a little bit more, and they all kind of said, no, no, no. Today is about us. Today is about getting in the gym, tightening up our defense a little bit more. It's not about Cleveland. Cleveland is for tomorrow. That's a tomorrow problem. Today it's about us. And Orlando knows that it starts with them because they let this slip to this point. I think it was good, man. I think I just, as I said, I mean, I think that, even those last couple wins we had, our defense wasn't up to par. Yeah, we're missing J- uh, J.I., but we as a unit, we just got to be better. We weren't as physical, and um, that's kind of that's, that's what playoff basketball is. It's super physical. It's wrestling. You play a lot more. It's, it's all right, can I guard this guy one-on-one? And so I think for us, we needed that. You know, I think that this is a great opportunity for us uh, in this Cleveland game coming up to get back to our principles. Look, and we're going to – talk a little bit more about Saturday's game here in a minute and why the Magic probably needed that kick in the butt. Um, We're going to get to that here in a minute. Saturday's game had a lot of built-in excuses. And and frankly, in the fourth quarter, those excuses made sense. The Magic struggled, you know, especially late in the game, just making shots. You could tell their their, their shots were short. And, and, you know, I read a couple of Nets blogs about it. Everyone kind of acknowledges the back-to-back got the Magic. That was not a 28-point loss. However, 
the Magic did deserve to lose by 20 because their defense slipped from the very beginning. They were not the team they know they need to be. So if the Magic want to be the team we all know they're capable of being, they've got to defend. It always starts on defense. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And so, you know, Cleveland's a good team. That's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a pushover. For Orlando, everything for them starts on defense against the Cavs. I do not care. I do care if the Magic win, but winning is important. I'm not going to sit here and say it isn't. But the Magic need to get back to playing the elite level defense that we know they're capable of playing. Those last four games, they need to be a blip. We need to be thinking, okay, that was just a bad week. For whatever reason, the Magic just played really, really lax. Maybe it was because those teams played super fast. They need to play a team that plays a little bit slower and, and gets them so, and, and gives them a chance to set their defense. The Magic just have to get back to doing what they do. The good news is they're probably getting Jonathan Isaac back on, on Wednesday. Uh, Jamal Mosley said that he's progressing well, that, that he participated in parts of practice, and they ex- expect him to be available Wednesday. Bad news is we're probably still waiting on Markel Fultz a little bit longer. But that's that. Having said all that, success, not that it went to the Magic's head, but success definitely softened the team up a little bit. Why, Cole Anthony said, the Magic needed the loss to get a little bit right. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for quick work for our friends over at Game Time. Bull season is here. Orlando, the bowl capital of the nation. Not cereal bowl, college football bowl games. With three bowl games in Orlando, college football fans have a smorgasbord of holiday football to watch, and Game Time has your ticket to the game. You shouldn't have to be worried about buying tickets to the next big event. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events in town. Game Time allows you to see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can't know whether you're sitting next to a Tennessee or an Iowa fan. Personally, neither are that great for me. Love you guys. Just kidding. Go Cats, go Gators. Um, but if you're going to the Citrus Bowl, you can see what the field looks like from, from the digital viewer on game time. All in prices on game time show you your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy t- tickets in seconds with literally two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Again, Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code locked on NBA. That's L O C K E D O N NBA for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat, led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. 
Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We were all feeling it, you know, sitting fat and happy uh, with the nine-game win streak. It, it, there's nothing wrong with losing. No one's going to be – or nothing wrong with winning. There's something wrong with losing. There's nothing wrong with winning. No one's going to be upset when you're winning. But I know I was raising alarm bells. I saw the comments saying, nope, you're the only one that's concerned about this, Philip. I told y'all, when the Magic are winning, I get a little prickly because I don't – you know, coaches don't like teams that are – your coaches like to win, but they don't like teams that are winning because then they get a little complacent. And look, Mo Wagner said it a few times that, hey, it's human nature. When you win a lot of games, when you're when things seem to be coming easy, you let some things slip because you look at the results rather than the process. That's why I've been so big during the last week of the season, during the last week, that it's got to be about the standard. I, I, as though I've said that a million times today, it's got to be about the standard. It's got to be about playing to the standard. You're not playing the opponent, you're playing to the standard. That's the big thing for this team. That's the big thing for for Orlando to be successful is they've got they they've got to continue to be them. They've got to play to their identity, and you know obviously that was something that was missing a little bit uh, over the last four weeks. And yeah, they got away or last four games, and yeah, they got away with it and they won. That actually made the problem worse. So in some respects, losing to Brooklyn was not a bad thing. And Cole Anthony agreed. Yeah, I mean it was good. I think we uh we deserved to get punched in our mouth. Um, we had um even these last couple wins, you know, our defense had kind of tipped off the scale, and so I think this for us is a great reset and kind of a great opportunity for us to get back to uh our standard, which is on the defense that we had not been holding up to. So I think this is a great chance for us to just reset and, and get back to the defensive team that I know we are. I know it's hard to say. It's hard to believe that Cole Anthony always honest. Really did say it best there. Getting punched in the mouth, getting humbled a little bit, teaches this team that they can't just skate by on their talent. They're talented. They know they're talented. They know they're good. We know they're good now. Everybody knows they're good now. But the Magic needed to take this punch. They needed to get hit to learn that they have to hit first, that they have to be the aggressors, that they have to be ready to go from the jump. And if teams jump them first... They got to be ready to keep up and play physical right back. That's what happened Saturday. Honestly, it's not disappointing the Magic lost. I expected them to lose that game. Schedule schedule loss. That was a schedule loss on the calendar. That wasn't the problem. They were going to fade in the fourth quarter no matter what they did. The problem was in the first quarter, they did not play physically. The problem is in the first quarter, they allowed Brooklyn to beat them to every spot, to beat them to every loose ball, to outwork them when they were supposed to have the energy. And that's what happened. And that's why Orlando fell behind the way they did. Look, everyone knows the Magic are top team in the East right now. Everybody is coming for this team. And so the Magic, you know, the Magic have to respond to that. They have to respond to this. They have to be ready to take these punches, to take these teams who are no longer thinking the Magic are the pushover but the, the team that they got to beat, the team they got to get up for, 
Orlando's built a reputation as the super energetic team. So now everyone knows if they're playing Orlando, they got to raise their energy up a level. What this loss told Orlando is that we've got to take care of ourselves first. We can't just laze into games like they did over the week. Magic starters have been struggling a little bit lately. They can't be falling behind against quality teams. You can get away with it against Charlotte. You can get away with it against Washington. You can't get away with it against Brooklyn. You certainly can't get away with it against Cleveland. And you can't get away with it against Boston next week. Those teams will pummel you. They are merciless. And so the Magic have to match that intensity. And they needed that reminder. They needed a reminder of what happens when they don't show up. That's what happened. That's what ultimately happened on Saturday night. And so it's not good to lose. I'm not sitting here saying it. It's good to lose. But the Magic needed that reminder. They needed a reason to get right, to understand, oh, we have to tighten ourselves up. We have to button ourselves up. And that's what Monday was spent doing. That's what Tuesday will be spent doing. Wednesday, they'll play their game. And then they'll get back, you know, they'll get back to work. That's what has defined this team for so long. And that's what this team has to continue doing in order to be successful. The Magic have accomplished a lot. They've come a long way. There is no denying that. But sometimes this young group does still need the reminder that they aren't all that and they can be a whole lot more. And that's what Saturday ultimately may serve. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. If you're tuning in, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Plus, you can stream us on YouTube as well. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. And don't forget to subscribe to my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's at patreon.com slash Hub for $5 a month. You get access to a Discord channel to talk to me directly, latest links from all the places that I write, um, as well as extra content, including practice reports, at the buzzer thoughts, game game tape breakdowns, and a whole lot more. Plus, you know, whatever you want me to do as well. I'm, I'm here to serve you guys. So please let me know what you would like to see. You can check that out again at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. Don't forget on Wednesday, I will be on the PSF app as well, doing a live stream of the game. Uh, watch watch the game along with me. Uh, bring your questions. You know, do do whatever do whatever we got to do um, to watch the Orlando Magic and Cleveland Cavaliers. I'll break that game down and, and sh- share my thoughts in real time only on the PSF app. Don't forget as well to check out the Locked On uh, Locked On uh, to Sports Today twenty four seven streaming channel, the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on YouTube. They have you covered twenty four seven covering the top sports stories of the day. With the local experts like me, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel today. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.